Welcome to Life Karma. Peace be to you. Only if you can handle it. And also to you. <laughs> no peace to you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no peace. SB here. BA trying to cause some trouble. Oh, he's a troublemaker. That BA. <laughs> troublemaker. Trying. Trying. <laughs> oh, I think Miss Kim and I tried this with my mom too. And as you know, I tried to explain that repentance repentance brings us closer to God. So therefore, I need to sin yes. a lot. You need to sin a lot to become closer to God. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Can you, I was thinking back in my life: Is there some sin that I committed, not purposefully, that brought me closer to God? I, I can think of a few. Have you ever made a mistake that brings you that uh, brings you good? Yeah, so, I make yeah. mistakes all the time, but you learn from mistakes and uh, improve. Do you ever made a mistake, though, that like you just fell into something good because of a mistake you made? Oh, sure. How about playing roulette? <laughs> <laughs> Let it roll, baby. Let uh, it roll. Any kind of gambling. <laughs> you just fall into, well, I got lucky on that. 20 bucks turned into 600. I'm walking. So are mistakes <clears throat> really fate? I don't know. I mean, do you, I mean, fate, I mean, first of all, do you believe in fate? I do. Okay. So if you make a mistake and it leads you to somewhere you're supposed to be, is it really a mistake? Yeah, I think sometimes we make errors in judgment. And no, a mistake. Well, we, yeah, errors in judgment is a mistake. You think, uh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. I have to define what a mistake is. Yeah, but what's the definition judgment. of terms here? What's, what's a mistake? But you're right. Errors in judgment, I think, would definitely be one. Like, let's say you move for a job. And you get fired a month after you move. Yeah, it's a mistake. Right? Or unless it's not. Right. I mean, but then but then you find a real job, like a better job there in mm. the same place. Mm. So was it really a mistake? Mm. Or was it fate? So mistake or fate? Yeah, absolutely. That so, will yeah. be the title of our podcast. There you go. Mistake or fate. Hmm. Mistake. Is that a hook? I just finished a book called Hook Point, and uh, it's really good. You need to read it. Huh. How to How to Have a Million Followers. It was his first book. I think it's uh -huh. Brendan Kane, and the second book is Hook Point. Very good book if you're interested in building social media. And stuff. I'm still stuck on um, the religion with no name. I read that and just put it. That shit got put on my shelf. <laughs> I'm not. So I'm like, it's too, let's hit the psychedelic sacrament for the cochleo, whatever, commune with God, die before you uh, die stuff. Everyone that's read that, minds have been blown. Oh, it blew my mind. I was, for about 30 days, I was like, Jeez. whoa, wonder what, wonder what life is all about. And <laughs> like, is there a purpose? And maybe it's going to be psychedelically enhanced and I will see the the Lord through some kind of psychedelic drug. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or just a really weird figure in the corner. Oh yeah, like an alien head. Something. Cruel. I think alien visits are like bad trips on some kind of psychedelic sacrament. Oh, that's fascinating. Is uh, that a mistake or is it a... <laughs> or is it fate? fate? <laughs> I don't know. So defi definition of mistake. An error or fault mm -hmm. resulting from defective judgment... Deficient knowledge or carelessness. Mm, error in judgment. Yeah, you're I right. I was pretty good. You're right. You're right. 
Error in judgment. At least I had some part of the definition. I mean, I'm sure Emily thinks all the time she made a mistake by marrying me, but it was fate. Oh, it was fate. (laughs) It was fate for Miss Kim. I have to. We have to remind our wives occasionally that it was fate that you married us, not a mistake. That's correct. It was fate. So fate is the supposed force, principle, or power that predetermines events. Ooh. Predetermines events. Yes, yeah, a mistake. It was. Or fate. I think it was fate that I went to Georgia Tech. I really do. I changed my life. Well, yeah, I believe that too. I, I think for sure that was fate for you. But it was, was it predetermined? That, see, that's hmm, that's the whole dumb. fact. That's the whole. That's the whole thing that I keep tripping on. Is mistakes lead you sometimes to places that are actually where you're supposed to be? Of course. But then it doesn't, I guess it doesn't follow logically that you would do something wrong and get the better outcome. Well, sometimes you make mistakes that become your fate. Right. But what if they're better? Like, what if well, I Well, they would, out? half the time, presumably, they, if you have a good mental attitude and, and you have good tenacity and you learn from mistakes, mistakes and you are going to be better <laughs> right but gambling's a mistake right i mean so gambling well i mean not- if you value money <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you yeah. if you, you want to return on your investment gambling would be a mistake it's definitely not an investment but if you make a mistake you gamble but you win is that oh. fate no not if you gamble but you have a positive. that's luck ah so mistakes so mistakes Mis- can lead. Okay, I, I yeah. Okay, you make your point. Now I gotta make my point. Okay, no, it's just like mistake. When you make a mistake and you get lucky, don't mistake luck for fate. I like that. I like that. Don't miss. No, yes. fate is something you that requires you actually becoming your best self, making progress, and uh, doing what you need to do to move forward. Well, let's always go back to my job scenario here. You move to another state for a job. You get fired a month after, but then. A month after that, you find even a better job. Yeah, it's called luck. That's good luck. That's luck. That's luck. So you, so that person had no, because um, luck almost is like fate in the sense of it has, it's just going to happen. It's going to exist. Yeah, my my son Bo's wife Stephanie wins everything. Just she call ins on the radio wins. But, yeah. She won these gift cards at some little party last. I mean, like, it's just freaky how lucky she is. Right. So, yeah. So maybe is it her fate right. to be lucky? Right. I mean, how much are we in control of? Because you, you see a lot of people are like, well, why, why is that person so rich? Like, what have they done good in their life? Uh, a lot of times they just inherit it from the rich parents. True. <laughs> That's called luck. <laughs> now, fate. Mistake. Or a mistake. <laughs> mistake. <laughs> fate would be someone like, um, um, let's say, Elon Musk. Who, to, yeah. who's just driven to do weird shit to make billions of dollars or um, Jeff Bezos or, you know, all these self-made billionaires, they probably had this kind of narcissistic fate that made them, drove them, drove them to be wealthy. And then they probably got lucky on the way, you know. Well, I've been watching um, this docuseries on the samurai in Japan in the 1500s. Beyond yeah. fascinating. I love samurai. Oh my gosh. I didn't know where they're Shin- badasses. Ninja came from that <clears throat> specific time period. Shinobi. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Anyway, so they believe big time, I feel like, in fate. Oh, yeah. They don't believe anything good can come from mistakes. 
No, they're very hard line that way. But they believe in bloodlines. They believe in, you know, that honor your father, bring honor to your name, uh, honor suicide. Oh yeah. Like if you make a mistake, you're (laughs) you're like, yes, carry, carry baby. A dude cut his eye out because he had smallpox and it protruded and his mom said he was less of a man because of it. So he freaking cut it out. That's some freaky shit. Like, right. Fate, mistake. This whole mistakes leading to good things has really messed me up. So, you know, here's the thing. None of us are perfect and everyone will make a mistake. So you could argue that it's our fate to make mistakes. But what you do with those mistakes right is up to you you can learn from them you can get better from them and you can avoid them in the future i just look at all the mistakes that i've made that actually led to good things and i don't know if it was because of determination or whatever i just feel like "Mm -hmm." you know it's i don't know not the traditional way to go yeah i made plenty of mistakes in my youth because i was raised um in just crazy circumstance Right, but those, I'm would, talking like, I'm talking about after you're an adult. Like, almost, okay. I want to say not purposeful mistakes, but you weigh pros and cons and make a decision. So once you have awareness and you really make mistakes, like yes. you, you have a you have a, a sense of accountability for your own actions, a right. sense of conscience, and you go against your conscience or you go against your thinking, or you, which you knew better, you you, you went against your gut and you're like, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And you did. And you're like, damn it, Jim. Right. But what about those times you weigh the pros and cons and you choose what you believe is best? And it was a mistake. Huge mistake. Yeah. We all do that. Yeah. It's just crazy to me. I don't know. I just think I keep thinking through these mistakes and fate, well, not fate. So it's interesting because by profession, you are an attorney. Yeah. Or, you know, um, Brian Arnold III, Esquire, Super Whammy Attorney. And I'm sure you you hear all this. (laughs) Well, I married this person and it was a mistake. (laughs) Yeah. And I want a divorce because they're crazy town. Oh, my gosh. That's what every (laughs) marriage is a mistake, it sounds like. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's think I'm I'm thinking from your perspective. I'm like, that's probably that's probably got you on this train. But children are a result of mistakes. Yeah. You mistaken. You don't use birth control. <laughs> I'm just like, and you're not just, prepared to raise children. That, that, so I get why there's. But the that word can be fate. beautiful. I mean, right? That's why I get why the, the, there's the word fate, because so many things come from mistakes that that are really good. Yeah, a lot of things come. We're from predetermined. Okay, so give me a mistake that was good for, you made in your life that turned out to be really good for you. I did not go to the law school I wanted to. You wanted to go to Harvard. Well, I want or, to go to, I want to go to Loyola for law school. Loyola in New Orleans. Oh. Okay. And I married Emily. She didn't want to go to New Orleans. Man, did she miss out? New yeah. Orleans is just bitching. But here's what happened that first year, a month after we moved to Washington, Katrina hit. Oh my gosh. That was fate not to go to Loyola. So it was predetermined my mistake by not going where I wanted to go. Was that a mistake? Oh, yeah, going where? Go. Did she want to go to Washington? Yes. Gonzaga is not bad though. I mean, no, it's not it's bad. Great school. It's great school. I was just saying, like Katrina hit, and we're both in our apartment watching Katrina hit New Orleans. Oh and yeah, we're like you'd have been up a creek. And those some of those students end up transferring to Gonzaga. 
That's crazy. Yeah, we would have been in the first couple of months of law school yeah. underwater. So that was a mistake that turned out to be fate. Yeah. Because it was probably it benefited a, me. Yeah, because Scooter's going to Gonzaga. Gonzaga. And, you know, he's your brother. and He's getting married Friday. That's a whole nother I know. conversation. Hey, dude, I got I got the scooter and the and the bride-to-be, their wedding oh, gift. Their picture. Oh, their pic. Oh. I got their wedding gift. <clears throat> Kim's going to be in Idaho, so I'm going to be solo. But I'm going to look fly. I'm going to wear a nice blazer and look fly. Try and find get some Get some sunglasses. I'm going to seek you out because you're paying the bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how does it feel to pay for all this shit? <laughs> Oh. Uh, at least I'll make you laugh. Scooter, when you hear this in 10 years from now. Yeah, because you, you aren't listening to this yeah, podcast. Because you don't like knowledge. You got one thing on your mind, and that's getting married. <laughs> it's, <laughs> that's what happens after he oh, gets man. married that he has on his mind. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, how do I provide for my family to be? Oh, my She's gosh. a delightful girl. I think you guys are going to be happy. We wish yeah. you the best. Good luck. Good luck. Because... Hopefully it won't be a mistake. It'll be fate. I can't wait for him to get in trouble for all the things he doesn't know He's about. in his second year of law school, correct? Correct. So he has a year and a half left, and he's going to get married halfway through law school. That's fascinating. Yeah, Emily went through all of it. She did. From Poor thing. And she had babies, too, and everything. No, we didn't no? have Drake until three three weeks before he graduated. Okay, so that's good. Yeah, thank heavens. Well, I mean, I think Kim... I think Bo was born six months after I was in graduate school. Like, so Ugh. I went for a year and a half. I didn't know who he was for a year and a half. <laughs> How old were you when he was born? How old was Kim? I was, um, when Bo was born, yeah. I was 29. Kim was 25. Too old or too young? How do you feel like that? How do you feel about 29? I feel fine day? about it. Yeah, I was 28. Yeah, I feel fine about how old I was when I got married. Where, where, I think if I'd have been, if I if we'd had kids before then, I don't think I'd have been a better father. I think I would have been a terrible father. <laughs> so was that fate or a mistake? I think it was fate that I waited longer, that I married later, and that I waited longer to have kids. I think that was fate for me because it, I was I matured enough. Not that I'm mature, but I matured enough to to be livable to live with. Is there comfort in believing in fate? I feel like there's comfort in that. If your fate is good, if you right, like, you, well, you have a belief that no, really disturbs me. You have a fate. You 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 talk about this shit all the time where you right. think you're gonna die early. I am gonna die early, but that's not your you fate. Fate though. That's not that's not that's not a good thought. That's not comforting. <laughs> Especially to your friends. <laughs> I was just thinking like fate can be a great cop out. Like if things are bad. Like how many times do you hear people like that's just the way it is? You know, we, we've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the way it is. So there's nothing to do about it. It's fate. Is what it is. is I don't know if is what it is is fate. I would say is what it is. It's circumstance. I feel like is, when people say it is what it is, that sounds like fate to me. Tell me a time you can think of that that would not mean fate. Is what it is? Yeah. I had um, chicken casserole for dinner. Is what it is. Fate. My <laughs> Fate. So can fate only... Is what it is, just describing something the way it is with yeah, but no emotion. So fate fate can't apply to little things like having dinner? It can only apply to big things? Fate by its nature implies something eternal or oh, yeah. lifelong. Predetermined. Or predetermined. I don't think it has to be lifelong. 
We're in the matrix, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're being harvested for energy oh. by alien beings. And this is code. This is code. Just uh, code going up and down. Which gets me to another point here. <clears throat> I've been thinking about this too. The, the, the problem or the idea of relevance. And it yeah. goes along with mistake and fate and relevance. Yeah. Okay, you're getting pretty heady today. That's pretty I know, interesting. I know. It's, relevance. It's because mm. Emily, you know, wanted to pick a fight before I left the house. And so then I have to think too much. And then it's like, ah. But if she's listening, yes, I picked the fight. You're right. So. I hate when that happens. I hate it when she listens to the podcast. And she doesn't listen to the ones I want her to listen to. She listens to the ones I never would want her to listen to. All the ones where you talk about her? Yeah. And she's like, well, that was, what did you say that for? Yeah. Kim Kim has the benefit of listening to them when I'm editing them. Oh. So she hears them. What she say? Anything? She just walks by. Oh, wow. That's that's scary. She, it is. Because I'm like, sometimes, you know. And yeah, we yeah. go off. We go off a little bit. What's about crazy. relevance, though? Relevance. The problem of relevance. What's the... So let's what, let's define what relevance <sighs> is. Okay. <clears throat> uh so let me guess what relevance is. Yeah, you're to, pretty good at this. Definition. So I would say to be relevant is to have meaning uh, around a situation, to be important to something or some someone or something or some situation. The quality of state, the quality or state of being relevant or pertinent or applicable. Oh yeah, to be pertinent, to be relevant. Um, yeah, but this is what I've been thinking about is like. The news cycles, the, the the way this, I was thinking, I was watching a kid, I went to a soccer tournament this weekend, and I was watching a kid on, on his phone watching TikTok, right? <clears throat> and they're like, what, I think 20 seconds or something, I don't know how long, very short. Mm -hmm. They don't like to watch movies, they take too long. They want YouTube videos that are short, they want TikTok, and so it's a fight to be relevant constantly. For 20 second increments. Yeah. Yeah. So this book I read, Hook Point, uh, basically says you have three seconds. That's three great. seconds to matter. So in 30 years ago, the average, um, the average person was exposed to maybe 100 advertisements a day. Today, it's something like 10,000. Yeah. And the voices are so loud and so, so out there. You have to stand out in the crowd. And this is why, and the, the book's all about how you stand out in a crowd and how you get, but you have three seconds to make your point. Three seconds to pull somebody in with a relevant message. And then once you pull them in, you have to back it up, right? Right, but isn't, isn't, that, something that, that's, isn't that altering our brain? I mean, that's gotta be altering, you know, it's gotta be messing with our head and changing the way we think because I can't think of anything in my life that has been worth learning that hooked me in in three seconds. Well, I mean, it has to be followed up with something substantial and significant. Right, but like there's nothing I can think of. Well, what do you mean? That like got my attention for three seconds. That and you kept on going. Bigger. Hmm. Okay. I mean, even a movie trailer is longer than three seconds. I know, but you have the first three seconds to watch the movie trailer to get you to hook to go see the movie. So, wow, that's interesting. 
I just don't see how our brain, I guess our brain is going quickly in comprehending the three seconds. Yeah. So here's the, here's the, here's the science behind it. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we all have a crocodile brain and then we have an upper brain, a higher function brain, a lower function brain. Right. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, as we go along our lives, um, we use the lower function brain to, to do habit and routine because it takes a whole lot of energy to use our upper brain. Okay. Right. A lot of oxygen, a lot of energy, a lot of thought, a lot of, it's just hard. So we get into these routines and practices and habits to conserve energy. Oh, we go autopilot. We go autopilot, right? Yeah. And, um, and what happens is to get the attention of somebody, you have to get them out of their crocodile brain, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so the way you do that is with fascination and intrigue. Or, or yeah. Or inquiry. Catch words. Yeah, catch words or anything. You're like, oh, what? You know? And you get them to think, like, come out of their crocodile brain and into their upper brain to like, oh, shit, tell me more, right? You don't want them too much in there sometimes. No, I mean, people guard that with their lives. They don't want, to, they don't want you to get in their head. Right. So that's, that's why it's even harder. So you have to know your target audience. You have to know your people. You have to know how they think. That you have to know their preferences. And then you got to intrigue them with something fascinating so they'll pay attention to you. See, but that's the one interesting <clears throat> thing I came thinking about is I, I'm just going to the stimulus plan here, and I know this might piss both of us off at the same time. But our 1.9 trillion stimulus plan, everything you keep seeing on Twitter that does hook people in and gets them in and it makes them emotional. Right, is the 1,400 bucks you're going to get. Yeah, not only that, but this is for poor, the people that are struggling from COVID. Right, right, like right. That's, right. The, that's the Yeah, but Nancy Pelosi, isn't she putting a bunch of her little oh, yeah, well, pet projects well, yeah, in there I'll or whatever? That. But this is my argument against it. The they'll say the Republicans don't care about helping people through COVID because they're not voting for this. <clears throat> and it's like, they use these... But that doesn't get people to the higher brain to make them go actually look at the stimulus plan like I have. And only 9% of the stimulus plan is actually going towards COVID. you got to be kidding me. No. 9%. Yeah. Of 1.9 trillion, which means roughly 200 billion. Wow. Where's no, the other? 200 billion. 200 billion. So where's the other money going? Where's it going? Oh, yeah. I've had some fun looking at this, actually. Um, let's try, I think it was four or 500 million is going to, uh, a company in Pennsylvania that helps pay for low income people's electric bills. Okay. And it can be used for administrative fees also. Do you know what that means? That means some people are getting rich from the CEOs cronies. Yeah, that, yeah. Cronies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> cronies and are going to get rich. And it's only going to Pennsylvania. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. That's weird. That's not weird. Right. Um, <laughs> I made some notes on this. Is actually. that fate or a mistake? <laughs> it's a mistake that led to a lot of good for whoever's getting paid. Yeah, whoever's getting paid saying, it's fate that they pay me money to oh do nothing. Gosh. And then we're building that stupid freaking bridge in, I think, Michigan, too, with this money. This is just insane to me, the kind of crap that they put in these things. I was tweeting like crazy about it the other day. Um, let's see. Another stupid, I can't, like, as I was reading through these things, I was like, okay, so here we go. Section 9644 um, is putting, I think, it's putting it like 500 million into paid leave for if you have any illness or complications from getting the vaccine. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's that, awkward. What I think that really equates to is if the government gets sued over the vaccine. 
Oh, okay. That's what I think it equates to. Oh, fascinating. Section 7004 is, quote, to prevent, prepare for, and respond to coronavirus by conducting the operations, maintenance, capital infrastructure activities of the Seaway International Bridge in the Great Lakes area. Okay, let's build a bridge. That's going to help COVID. <laughs> That's literally, I quoted it. They say all this COVID stuff and then say, by building a, a bridge. Mm-hmm. Why don't they build a bridge to help the homeless? Or why don't they build a bridge to help foster kids? Oh, that would be right? cool. You know, hey, take $500 million and put it in the foster care. Now let's build a bridge to Canada to help coronavirus. Oh, you know, I read a statistic about Canada is the last of all the developing nations to get the vaccine to their people. Like, Why? They, I don't know. What is like, wrong with it? It's that? really like per hundred thousand. Per hundred is like four people per hundred. U.S. is 20 people per hundred. They're four dead last. Wow. Yeah. Idiots. Trudeau and those guys, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, the socialism's working out really well. Yeah, it's really working. Everybody's getting the vaccine right. there. Yeah. Section- My mother-in-law lives in Canada. She's 82 years old, and she hasn't got the vaccine and won't get it for another two months. That's crazy talk. No, it's no shit. That's crazy. Like, yeah, that's just what's the government's working for you. Yeah, no, they're not. Oh, no, they're not. No. Your rights are not given to you by God or creator or God or nature's God, like Thomas Jefferson said, right? It's given to you by the government, which is wrong. That's a mistake. Yeah. Hello. Jeez. Yeah, no joke. All right, section 511. Dude, if you keep going here, I just think I'm just going to get more and more pissed you off. Are. This federal employee leave fund, extra $570 million going into paid leave for federal employees for what because they're sick with covid no, didn't say it, no. oh because federal employees work really hard super hard and they need a break another 570 million <laughs> not not to dish on federal employees you guys but the government has a lot of waste in it yeah look at section 3302 that's the one i told you about that it's low-income home energy assistance program in Pennsylvania. That yeah, I don't know if I that that might be something that helps the poor. But does it? I mean, how, it doesn't have anything to do not with COVID. Five hundred million dollars in electric bills in low-income people in, in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Give me a freaking break. Number someone's going to be making getting yeah. Bank number two on that. Is you can use it for administrative fees. As soon as I see those words, I'm yeah, like, that means people are going to make not money. going to people that actually no. need it. No, that's Biden's cronies. Kamala's cronies. Uh, oh, you're going to love this. This one really pissed me off. <laughs> Gosh. Section 3301. Funding for pollution and, dis- and disparative impacts of COVID-19. And Funding think, for pollution? Caused by COVID-19. $150 If anything, pollution is being reduced. Okay, let me tell you something. That $1.86 trillion, whatever, it's a mistake. And it ain't fate. It's bullshit. Because when Donald Trump takes over and becomes president on March 4th. Oh, no. Stop. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. That's just that was complete fun, com- conspiracy good. crazy good. shit. Dude, There's a whole good. movement of people that oh. actually believe that. I know. March 4th is a big day for yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, it's two days, three days from now. Oh, my gosh. Get ready. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. But $150 million towards pollution caused by COVID-19. Yeah, that's just a crock of shit. This is a perfect example of pork barrel politics, and and it just it doesn't represent the people, and it doesn't help the people. It's a crock of shit, yeah. right? So because we can't talk to one another, because we can't find common ground, because we can't represent our constituents, we do shit like that, you guys. Yeah, it's that's just, what our government does. Yeah, because we're all fighting. Yeah. So guess what's relevant? The yeah. fighting, and what's irrelevant to us because of our brains and the way they function. I believe is because governments. 
got us so focused on this and behind closed doors, they're, they're helping the pollution that was caused by COVID-19. Yeah. How about this? How about we put our senators and our congressmen and all the people who work in government on pay for performance plans like the real world? Never going to happen. If you don't produce results, you don't get money. I've you, about that. You know that. I've that's ridiculous. Thing, but what kind of results would yeah. really help? Balanced budget. Oh, that ain't ever going to happen. Balanced budget would be a result, right? Oh, no, I, I 100% agree. Right. I mean, like, there, 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 there's all sorts of metrics you can create. Well, here's a great thing is, like, so as soon as, as, soon as Cruz goes to Mexico, oh, let's well, they, bring that up, right? Well, right. Oh, let's throw up a huge commission to investigate January 6th and the insurrection. And then now the Republicans are like, let's have a huge look into Cuomo and the sexual harassment things. Like, and behind closed doors, they're sending $500 million to Pennsylvania yeah. for low-income yeah. electricity. It's called distractions. And rel- that's right. what I Irrelevancy. Yeah. Yeah. Relevant. yeah, it's irrelevant and it's distracting. They're distracting people with a narrative that means nothing. Or they want you to be distracted to that while they give their cronies or whatever money, millions of dollars, billions of dollars, to help people do ridiculous, stupid shit. Like, you know what? If you want to help... Uh, Poor people with power in Pennsylvania. Why don't you invest in solar? You know, solar and batteries and or solar. Just, or how about this? Just you can, every person for five hundred million is a billion. Five hundred million. Five hundred million dollars. You know how much you could do to get people off the grid and be self reliant. And well, how about this? Just like say it can't be used for administrative fees. It can no. only be used to pay low income people's electric bills. How about that? Right. I'm, I'm all for that. I am too. I'm not for helping people that don't need help. Yeah, but um, yeah, me neither. Like help well, people, I, and I don't even, I don't even need. I, I, I'm not even for pe- help people help themselves who need help. That's what I'm about. Right. Because when you help people who need help without helping them help themselves, you create entitlement, and that's bullshit. It doesn't work. It doesn't. Work. It just creates a gener- intergenerational poverty. But most of our politics is entitlement. No shit. Like, I mean, I grew up in a culture. I know I'm white, y'all. And, but I grew up in a culture where poverty was the mindset, man. Intergenerational poverty. We were white trash. And uh, fortunately for me, I broke the cycle and got out. And not that I'm super wealthy, but I make a good living. I provide for my family. I'm financially, um, fiscally solvent. I can provide for myself and my family. And no one that I grew up with could. No. Right? No one could. No. So because a handful of people, uh, by the way, mixed races, mixed colors, mixed religion, they reached out, they reached up, they helped me just one person. Right? They helped me be self-reliant. They believed in me when many others didn't. And it changed my trajectory. Right? And we can do that for more people. I mean, if we can spend 90% of the stimulus plan on other things not related to COVID... We can do a lot of good in this country that we're refusing to do. Think what you could do if you just poured that money into healthcare. Like everything aside, let's just say COVID is a healthcare issue, a public health problem. Mm-hmm. So why don't, why don't, how about, how about this? 100% of the stimulus bill for COVID is to go into the healthcare environment and, and improve healthcare, improve the standard of living, improve medical care and services for all Americans. How about that? That would make sense. 
Oh yeah, but that's the problem. That's the problem. It would make sense. It's too relevant it's to too the relevant. problem. It's too relevant. You're gonna get. You're <clears> gonna make <throat> me think something else is relevant that is not relevant whatsoever. Yeah. Now I can understand. I can understand when people are out of work, they need help uh, to cover their bills. Maybe that's a part of it. But this this kind of building bridge stuff, saving energy, like it's just all bullshit. Well, it's complete crap. You know what I feel like we almost need to do? What do we play need? meditation music in the background. We like, should. We should play meditation. Yeah, you want to do that? We we need to bring it down a bit, you know, because we're <laughs> a little intense there. Oh, you dude. did stir it up. You stirred the pot there. Well, it's but. just like... You know how it goes. It's like you, I start reading these things at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., or oh whatever gosh, it man, is. Does your brain ever t- turn off? No, and I just start getting very ticked off about the whole thing. Let's see. Is this coming on? Yeah, there it is. Okay. Now we are in a different phase of the podcast. We are learning how to be peaceful and mindful and in the moment and present. I accept and observe and I receive and I'm protected and I'm blessed and I still want to kill our politicians (laughs) 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 Uh, that's some weird shit I don't know can we go 500 million towards meditation classes mistake or fate Hmm. relevancy relevancy Oh, this does feel good, though, this music right now. Oh, yeah. This just completely lowered my blood pressure immediately. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was not a mistake to play that music. No, I was like, maybe if I just, like, totally jacked and had the meditation music on, how, what would that do? Uh, I'm just wondering if, like, our listeners just felt all of a sudden more calm. Yes. They're more peaceful. Now are you not mad at your politicians? Because I still am. This is a distraction. <laughs> We're trying to teach you that none of that is relevant. What's relevant is this music. Yes, living in the moment. God, you got a meditation voice a lot better than mine. <laughs> Do not worry about the future. Do not regret the past. Live in the moment through your senses. See more. Touch more. Hear more. Taste more. Savor what you can now. Damn, damn. <laughs> That's some serious that shit, man. Good stuff right there. I wrote a book about this called yeah. um, Unwind, Seven Principles for a Stress-Free Life. <laughs> it's a good book on Amazon, bestseller. Thank yeah. you very much. Wow. The audio book, I read it so See, you can hear my voice even more. Was <laughs> that like, 30, uh, like 45 seconds? I feel like calm all of a sudden. You did. I have this calming effect on you <laughs> when yeah, we're not pissing like, in each other off. <laughs> I think I saw like an alien over in the corner. You did. It was right over there in the my bow. There's a little alien there. Really small, thimble-sized alien that can holds a whole universe because yeah, we're living in the Matrix. I was listening to Elon Musk again. <laughs> well, just recently with Joe Rogan, and he said that, so you haven't seen aliens or anything. Like, I'm not worried about it. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a thing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Screw you. Elon Musk has seen the aliens. That's why he's so smart and creative, I guess. You know? yeah. They gave him the technology to build these Tesla cars, maybe. I don't know. He was talking about how making his rockets, and he went in and saw the design. He's like, no, it needs to be more pointy. And they're like, well, that actually, that sign's not the He's like, I know, but in the movies, they're more pointy. So I want mine more pointy. <laughs> <laughs> My rockets need to be more pointy here, and I'm paying you billions uh, to do it. So you better do it. Uh, nothing that reminds me of Hitler, where, how they wear those very pointy, 
things that didn't look quite like what they were meant to look like on the top of their helmets. Yeah. Why don't you explain to people that it may be fate that you this new kind of art that's digital art, and, oh or is gosh. it a mistake? <laughs> that was that tripped me out a little Did bit. Did you today. look it up some more today? I just was like, oh, what dude, the hell? They, How do you protect the, the you know, blockchain? What, what you? Why can't you just take a screenshot of that digital art and say, well, I can appreciate this little picture of a cat and mm. brings me happiness. It's like having. Um, this is the only way I can compare it. I guess it's like having like a print of a of the art. Yeah, it's like a lithograph, all right? Right, but but this to them because they live in a digital world is the original. Hmm. And I think, as we've talked about several times, is what you believe. Like your reality is your perception. Okay. Right, and what is real? <laughs> I mean, I could go through this like. I feel like I'm playing mind games with myself sometimes, and it starts tripping me the frick out. Yeah. So how do you get clarity? How do you make relevant? How do you be relevant through it all? Like, how do you I don't know. figure it all out? I don't know. I have no freaking idea. Let me ask you this question, though. You ever felt like, <laughs> maybe I'm the only person here, but have you ever felt like, have you ever like legit thought about your body and been like, this is not who the frick I am? Like, my body. Like, like, look at yourself in the mirror. And you're like, I am not this person. I am not my body. I know that. Well, no, I know, but for real. Like, I just, like, sometimes I look at myself and I'm like, what the frick is that? I, 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 like, that is not me. You want an honest answer to that? Yeah. No, I don't do that. I, okay, so I need to go to a mental hospital. <laughs> no, I'm like, I look, I'm like, that is me. Yeah, it's me. That blibbit, um, you know, it's me. I get on the scale. I'm like, yeah, that yeah. little fat, little fatness you have there is uh, me. Gosh. But you can get rid of it. You can get better. <clears throat> I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, who the frick am I? So do, do you do you leave your body? No, I want no, to so bad. No, no, no. I'm serious. No, I mean, like people leave their body all the damn time. I want to. I learned about this in counseling like years ago. Um, yeah, it's a safety. I was in a counseling it? session and my counselor said, Sam, Sam. I'm like, what? She goes, come back to us. You're gone. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. They go, you're out of your body. I'm like, What? She goes, no, you're emotionally out of your body and you're here in this room physically, but your spirit and soul is out of the body. Get your butt, get your ass back in your body. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Well, then I learned all about it. And sometimes we leave our bodies, especially when we're dealing with trauma. You leave your body to, 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 to deal with the pain. So I think what's happening is you might be, even though I'm not a psychiatrist or psychologist or you could be leaving your body, Brian. That's why you believe in aliens. Matter of fact, you know what? I am an alien. I think it's your fate. When you see an alien for the first time, you won't be in your body. You will see them in your mind I outside sure your so. body. Because <laughs> if you saw them in your body, you'd piss yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Pelosi is an alien. So. Oh, she's definitely an alien. Oh, she's for sure an alien. Oh, yeah. She's an alien. You know who else is? McConnell. Mitch McConnell's an alien. <laughs> yeah, I just like watch that dude talk, and I'm like, how's that voice coming out of that body? Like, yeah. what the frick is wrong with you? Like, you got to be an alien. Alien. Wow. Some form of alien. Speaking of aliens, mm. we had a Land Rover on Mars. Oh, my gosh, that was awesome. Those images are very cool. Yeah, there's definitely. High def images from Mars, man. Check that out. Oh, I can't even, I is can't it fate remember. or is it a mistake to go to Mars? Elon Musk would say it was fate. We need to be an interdimensional traveling 
Yes. People. Exponential, interdimensional, super whammy. What makes me wonder is why is. now Mars? Did they find something on Mars? No, I'm not saying an alien, but what about like a natural resource? Have they found something there that would be very valuable here? I'm sure they're gathering data. I think there is because, I don't know, I've been studying that stuff. Even meteors, some of the stuff they have on meteors, like, you know, I was reading that there's like different planets where it like rains diamonds because of, yeah, no joke. Okay. Like diamonds should not exist on earth. Okay. Because if there's any oxygen, they can't be created. Right. It's coal under pressure over time. Right. They should not exist. They shouldn't exist. Just think about that. Is that that them and the dinosaurs? So are diamonds and the dinosaurs a mistake or were they fate? Planted. Planted by aliens. That you got me on that one. Jeez. Unbelievable. Life gets hard, guys. So I think it's about time that we wrap this fate or mistake conversation up for the week. And I don't know if we talked about a damn thing that's useful to anybody, but it sure was fascinating to me. Coke, Coke <laughs> Zero is not a mistake. No, that's fate. So is Mountain Dew Zero. Mountain Dew Zero is fate. And getting a massage at the massage bar. <laughs> That's fate. That's fate. Have you gotten yet? No. Well, yeah. We're scheduling. Yeah, you're welcome. Kim. We're trying to schedule. Yeah. Have a good time. I will. As soon as we can schedule it. As soon as we schedule it. Should we give them some more peaceful yeah. music? Yeah, more yeah. peaceful music. As we leave you this week, may you have peace and harmony and be filled with mindfulness, happiness, and peace. Life karma out.